everybody. Welcome back to the Finding Your Place podcast, a podcast series produced for college students by college students. You know, too often new college students look at the people around them, students, faculty, staff, and they think those people always had it figured out. But most of them didn't. Most of them faced struggles and challenges along the way. Things like self-doubt, frustration, fear, and confusion are all a part of college. But the resources and experiences in college can help you through. Today's episode is a little different. We already met Gina Mazubre in the last episode. She was the professional academic advisor who shared some good advice about the challenge of selecting a major or degree program. But Gina also had some challenges of her own in college, and she knows firsthand how it can be hard to ask for help when you need it. Gina's got a story to tell, and recently she told it at a Finding Your Place storytelling event held on campus of Minnesota State University. This is going to sound a bit different because we brought the microphone into the audience to record Gina's story. Imagine you're in the audience watching Gina take the stage. I hated school. I always did. So when it came to college, well, to be honest, it never even occurred to me. It certainly was not something that came up around my family dinner table. And I most definitely never thought that I would be smart enough. The only reason that I learned about the college process was as my high school boyfriend was applying to schools and was visiting colleges. His family would ask me what my plans were after college as though it was the next logical step. And I felt like I had to have an answer. I would be the first of my family to go to college. So though, although my family was very supportive, this was all brand new territory. Paying for college was a huge stressor for us. Along with this hefty bill, preparing to move away from home also came with a, a variety of other fears and anxieties, mainly surrounding my disability. I had a poor symbolic cyst in my brain, which ruptured when I was born which is kind of like having suffered a stroke. As a result, I have cerebral palsy. This means I have a great deal of pain and spasticity on the right side of my body, leaving me with little use of my right arm, hand, and a weak right leg. So basically, things that most people do with two hands, I do with one, like tying your shoes, zipping your jacket, cooking a meal, or styling your hair. Thank God for short hairstyles. But some things are still just really hard. And at home, I had people to help me with those kind of things. But what was I going to do when I was by myself at college? I was so hell-bent on being normal that when I arrived on the University of Wisconsin-Whitewater campus, I refused to work with disability services because someone might notice that I had a note taker or that I took my test in a different location. Instead, I thought it would be better to muddle through this on my own. So for example, um, like trying to fill out a Scantron exam with one hand, I would run out of time just trying to fill in those freaking little bubbles. Or during a science class, trying to complete a lab assignment 
while trying to hold two test tubes and measure? Instead of just asking for help, I'd lose points on the assignment. Also, every 10 weeks, I'd have to miss two days of class to receive Botox injections to help deal with the pain and spasticity that I have. And yes, I am referring to the same Botox that people put in their face. However, I receive about 25 to 35 individual injections starting in my neck, working down my arm, in my hand, my calf, and my foot. The difference is I never talked to my instructors about this. So to them, I'm sure they thought Gina's just flaking out. So looking back, it should have been no shock when my first year sucked. So there I was having less than a stellar first year at college thinking I had made the biggest mistake. This is when I decided I needed to transfer. By the following fall semester, I transferred to the University of Wisconsin-Eau Claire. I was closer to home, paired with roommates who were also transfer students. And one of the very first things I did was I connected with disability services. I finally realized after my horrible first year to say, it. It wasn't worth sacrificing my grades if someone knew that I had a note taker or that I needed extended time on my tests. I was paying way too much for this. And let me tell you what a difference it made. I mean, okay, let's not get carried away. I didn't go to being a 4.0 student or anything, but disability services helped me navigate conversations with my instructors about accommodations I might need or developing plans for when I needed to be out of, out of class for Botox injections. But then came my CJ202 Fundamentals of Speech course with Dr. Judy Sims. Like many people, I was terrified of taking this class. I didn't want to get up in front of the course and give one speech let alone a series of speeches throughout the semester. I went to Dr. Sims and I begged and I pleaded not to have to give speeches, asking if I could tape them or if I could give them individually. Because when I get nervous, my disability becomes much more noticeable, distracting, and quite honestly, very painful. Dr. Sims was very empathetic, but given that this was a speech class, she explained, I must give my speeches in order to meet the requirements of the course. She was willing to allow me accommodations, such as a podium or no cards, if it would help to have something to hold. As my first speech approached, I remember crying, losing sleep, calling my mom and saying, how am I ever going to do this? Everyone is going to stare at me. And if I use a podium, which no one else had the option to do, everyone is going to judge me. I worried day in and day out, practicing, thinking that there is no way I'm ever going to get through this class. This class would keep me from graduating from college. The day came, I got up to give my speech, and I freaking rocked it. It was amazing. I mean, yeah, I was nervous as hell, my arm was tweaking out, but 
I knew my stuff. And not only did I have the attention of the room, but they were actually engaged in what I had to say. I remember walking back to my room that day thinking, holy shit, this is pretty cool. And I think I'm actually pretty good at this. As the semester went on, I realized, heck yeah. And I changed my major to organizational communication, major number three, I might add. And I applied to be a campus ambassador. And I got it. Wait, 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 what? Me? The girl who cried and begged, pleading with my instructor not to give speeches, was now electing to lead prospective students and families around campus, all while walking backwards. All I have to say is thank you, Dr. Sims. Being a campus ambassador was just the start for me. It led to an internship in the admissions office where I found my passion for higher education. I loved talking to prospective students and families about college and all of the possibilities it has to offer. But remember, not necessarily because I loved school, but because things finally just clicked and I had found my place. I graduated from the University of Wisconsin-Eau Claire and started working in the admissions office here at MSU and completed my master's degree while working in admissions. Now I serve as the student relations coordinator for the College of Arts and Humanities. Looking back, had someone told me I would go to college, I would have laughed. And had they said I would go on to get my master's degree, I would have told them that they were crazy. But it goes to show the people that you meet and the experiences that you have all matter. And I guess it's true what they say. Everything happens for a reason. But really, who would have ever thought? Thank you. The lesson there was simple, but kind of profound. There are lots of people, thoughtful people, whose job it is to help you at college. And often, they really like doing it, and it helps to have good people on your side. But you have to allow yourself to be helped, whether it's with a disability or with a struggle in class. It matters if you can help people help you. And that's it for this episode. What's next? We're talking about fear. Fear of starting college, fear of failing college, fear in college, and what to do with it. That sounds awesome. So join us next time, and do not forget to subscribe to Finding Your Place on iTunes, or to follow us on SoundCloud. Don't try to do college alone. Take us with you. <laughs>